All right. Welcome to the Roaring Twenties Podcast. I am your host, Peter Torres. Hope everyone's having a fantastic Thursday. Wow. Um, it's been a while. It's been some time since I've spoken on the podcast, and I'm quite frankly glad to be back. It's super late. It's about 12.30 in the morning right now, but I've been super static. Obviously, many people have probably heard about what I completed dry January in, in totality, and I've included some rules within that that I think that have been a huge impact and, and have helped shift my mindset and in my life that, you know, I like to deep dive into and get into and, and explain, you know, what's transpired and what's gone on with my life since then. So obviously if you're new to this, if you're, you know, haven't listened to the podcast before, I'm Peter. I talk about whatever I want to talk about being that I'm in my twenties and we're in the 2020s. I consider this the roaring twenties, you know, being prideful and, you know, enthusiastic about life. And living in New York City, I mean, where else is there to have be more enthusiastic and to you know live the fullest? So excited for this episode! Excited that it's been it's been a long time since uh, I've had an episode, so I'm excited to get into it. Hit it! Let's start off with, so for those who don't know, um, 2023 was a pretty good year. I learned a lot. Had a pretty good year overall. I didn't, didn't hate it, but I definitely felt there was something, you know, I, I felt that I was, something was a little bit stagnant. Something felt very repetitive. There wasn't much motive. You know, it was a lot of, you know, a little bit of the hamster wheel, just, you know, work, work out, go out go out sometimes, you know, sometimes those days would creep into Sundays. And I feel like I could have been a better version and try and see. I wanted to implement into 2024 something where, all right, let's totally flip the switch and let's try something you've never tried before in a long, long time. And considering, you know, one of the big things that I didn't think of, drinking has been such a big part of my persona in my life you know and and it's that's not necessarily again I'm not bragging about that to begin with but I felt like I needed to do something about it or at least try and test the waters and see what it would be like to be sober for a month and obviously you know it's extremely difficult in New York especially if you don't have a car one of the things I reason you realize that so many people get drunk all the time and drink is no one has cars no one can drive no one's a dd even if you do drink, like you can have the ability to drink as much as you want. If you're a DD, you don't want to, you don't want to drink maybe one top, but you know, you don't want to get caught with a, a DUI or anything like that. That's, that's illegal. So, you know, it's obviously so difficult to be sober in the city, especially when, you know, majority of the activities that there are to do is, is to drink, um, whether it be getting dinner or getting drinks with friends. And trust me, I got hit up multiple times by friends and, the first, the first weekend was definitely tough, and, and especially when people were hitting you up and you're saying like, hey, let's go out. No, come out. No, you should come out. And then, you know, if you do go out, you should drink and you're around friends and stuff like that. So I wanted to test myself in terms of a sobriety standpoint and see, okay, I know I work out a lot. I know I definitely, I eat semi-healthy. 
let's see what happens if I completely cut out this part of my life in terms of how and, and how it'll it, it can affect my health. Obviously, it's done wonders for a month, but we can, we can we can get that's that's part of the reason for the why. Now, all these vlogs, all these items and things that I've been posting about it, it's not I'm not necessarily posting for attention. You know, these vlogs on TikTok I've been posting. They get like fucking five, ten likes. You think I care? I give a shit about the likes? Essentially, I'm doing that for me. I it's it's more of an accountability standpoint to say, hey, you got to make sure you better fucking do this by the end of the day. If you don't do this, you can't let those demons in your mind not be able to let you do this and and post that video and read those ten pages. You know, consistency, consistency, and consistency with discipline. Those two mixed together, consistent discipline. I mean, you know, that's that's the name of the game, and that's that's definitely you know, what was a driving factor, you know, day in and day out. Again, accountability is something that I do, especially if I fuck up in something. But now it's more about let's be accountable with myself. What can I do? What can I, you know, what are my limitations? Where can, let's push those limitations and see what I can do from a standpoint of, okay, you got these fucking rules. Let's, let's, let's prove yourself that you can do this. Let's prove yourself that you have the willpower to not drink any alcohol throughout the entire month, which is insane. That first Saturday, you know, it, I don't remember the last time it was a Saturday that I didn't drink. Now, do I think I'm an alcoholic? No, but it's nice to just get a nice breath of fresh air and just say, I don't need this. I don't need this to have a fun time or be a good personable person and meet people. One of the things that I thought was interesting throughout the week, and, you know, I did go out. I didn't, well, not to clubs, but, like, I did go out with friends, and I would catch up with friends, and I would just drink, literally drink seltzer, lime juice, and a shit ton of limes. It looks like a drink. It's sour as fuck, so you don't, you're not going to be able to down it like a water. You're going to casually sip it, and it works, and it's sober, and there's no alcohol. It really did me wonders, and I was really, I was, I was like, wow, this is such a hack. It's something that I was like, oh my gosh, like I can really, I can, I can be able to do this. I went out, I, I met new people, I made new friends. I was still the same me, same personal guy. Obviously, one of the differences when you're sober is those low periods when there's a little bit of some awkwardness, or maybe there's something that like something happens and people just will just go to their drinks and just refer to their drinks and just, you know, get a sip and you feel, you could feel the sense of. You know, tension if things are in the room. You could feel the sense of awkwardness in the things in the room. You feel that a lot more when you're sober, whereas you're drunk, you probably don't really feel that. That's definitely one of the big differences. But I wanted to hold myself accountable and put myself in a different position where I've never, I haven't put myself in that position in a long, long time. And why did I want, obviously, the drinking part was a huge part. But the next part was, okay, alcohol is not enough in terms of this type of challenge that I want to do for myself. Let's push the limits. Every Sunday, I'm usually a fucking sack, as we all are. Everyone wants to just lay on the couch and just watch football and just lay low the entire time. But I said, all right, I need to find that, you know, that discipline to go into the gym, get those fucking 10,000 steps, get those steps in, get get my body moving and get my body in the sauna, get my body in the steam room, do whatever I got to do to get myself right, stretch a fuck ton. Those little things added up for me. And I was able to realize, you know, keeping my body moving, you know, that adds up in terms of burning calories and how what I can be able to eat. So it was a great experience in terms of that. So, again, second second part of the rules, must work out every day. I, I fucking worked out every single day. There would be, 
I, for reference, the month of November, I had 11 check-ins at my gym. I pay way too much money to be going into the gym only 11 times for the month. Obviously, there's holidays, but whatever. Again, discipline. You know, it put myself in a mindset where it's like, I, no, I have to go. I have to go. I can't take a day. It was, no, I have to. I'm going to the fucking gym. So that was important to me. Going to the workout every day. I set up a nice program for myself. Um, usually when I would go to the gym, it would be a lot of heavy lifting. And it was just a lot. I, I, so what I did was my three main lifts, I kind of expanded it out. I mean, again, I don't want to get too detailed into the gym for the people that don't really go to the gym that much in terms of a split perspective. Monday, shoulders, interval run. Interval run is about three to three and a half miles. We're going one minute at 9.5 miles per hour on the treadmill and then one minute, one minute at 3.5 miles per hour on the treadmill. Usually gets to you about three to 3.25 at 30 minutes. Only 30 minutes. And then shoulders on Monday. Tuesday, all legs. Tuesday, I try to get to the office so that I get some steps in before I go to the gym. All legs, heavy legs. Get those legs burning. And then try to walk about a mile Maybe two after. Slow though, slow. Wednesday is usually the, a difficult day, but it, Wednesday is chest. Front chest, all chest, and then we got to stretch the hell out of our legs, and then we're going to go for a super light four-mile run. This is usually difficult because my legs are sore at that point, which brings me to Thursday, which is arms, and then another interval run on Thursday, which again, stuff because usually my legs are still sore at that point. But those Thursday runs, those Thursday interval runs are usually the most difficult where it's like, I got to buckle the fuck in and get this shit done. Friday is no run. Try to get steps in as much as we can. Again, we got to get to 10,000 steps. Friday would be back deadlifts or, you know, a lot of uh, machines. Saturday would be yoga. Now, again, people think yoga is lame. I mean, again, I would say I'm the only one of the only straight guys um, in the class. But I understand the importance if I'm working out five days a week with weights, that flexibility, strengthening my, you know, my flexibility in some manner, one, one case or another, you know, that matters. I know some people think it's a feminine thing, but personally, it's been it's been doing wonders for me from all across my body. I, my body's never been this flexible before in terms of, you know, my stretching with my hamstrings my quads my hips my hips used to hurt a lot when i run my hips don't really hurt anymore when i run um i've seen the five check-ins i've done this month in january i've seen the difference it feels fucking amazing and if there's any guys out there listening i highly suggest trying yoga man don't be don't don't try and take the high road on it man i promise your body will thank you especially especially in the future years to come because our bodies ain't getting any younger that's 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 certainly a fact um and then sunday i would try and muster up and get 10,000 steps a day i would literally walk on the on the treadmill for an hour straight hour hour and a half maybe even 2 hours sometimes to make sure i get those steps so that was good that was a good routine and i would did that for literally the entire month that's what i did every the entire month now shout out to the calendar gods for sending us up there's five mondays so um this is the last week of january um but it's kind of like I'm, I'm in the middle of the week like I kind of don't really I'm not in a huge rush to be like yo I gotta go gotta go to happy hour tomorrow like my mindset is totally shifted to be like yo I gotta get uh I gotta make sure I get this homework out in tomorrow one of the things with the mindset things is my stamina on these runs has improved so insane so insane 
Saturday, oh yeah, on top of the yoga being on Saturday, Saturday would be a super long run after yoga because my body is fully stretched. I also would do my own personal stretch, which is a whole nother thing, but those are my, my personal stretches. But, you know, there's a whole nother thing that comes to it where, all right, my body's stretched from yoga. Let's go on a long run. Let's go and push ourselves on this long run, see how far we can go. First week, first few weeks, we started six miles. Then we got to seven miles. Then we got to 7.25 miles. Then we got to 7.5 miles all in an hour. You know, you see the stamina coming. Obviously, a lot of electric dance music that helps me. <laughs> a lot of runner's high, but it feels great. Shout out to Hoka's. Never had Hoka's before. My pops hit me up and got me, got me a pair for Christmas. They have been doing wonders. If you want to get into running, I 100% recommend getting Hoka's. But one of the best parts about the runs that I love is that is where the grind, grittiness, like you better not fucking stop. That's where I have to trick my mind and fight against my mind the most and push myself and to get to that point. Because if I, if I do a run and if I don't really feel anything and it's like, all right, it's like, I feel like I don't get anything out of that. So when I've been pushing on these runs, like I'm talking like I'm sweating like a motherfucker after these runs. I'm I'm dead. And then I'm going straight to the sauna right after and sweating out as much as I can. It feels amazing. And the stamina keeps getting better and better and better. And it's like, this is like, you know, it feels so good, especially when you get the music pumping in your headphones. It's like, <clears throat> all right, I've been getting a little bit. I'm going to get a little off while with all the uh, workout stuff. But again, working out every single day is huge. That's that. That was the important thing for me. I wanted to see. I wanted to test my limitations and see, okay, let's see if this guy can work out for 31 straight days. January is a fucking long month, but it's been good. It's, I mean, again, we made it. We're here. Uh, the next one was at least 10,000 steps. Again, that was 10,000 steps a step 10,000 steps a day. I mean, it was like, it would, that was probably one of the easiest parts. I've been trying to do 10,000 steps a day for nonstop. I probably could have shown, should have done even more. I was able to get to... My average for January 2024 was 15.9K steps. For reference on that, the entire year of 2023, I had 11, I averaged 11,000 steps. That is just insane to me. And obviously, that's going to pay off for the rest of the year. Especially if I'm trying to get, my goal is to get over 12,000 steps for the entire year because I had 11,000 in 2023, trying to get to 12 in 2020, 2024. Next, no Grubhub. This wasn't that hard. Obviously, if I wanted to get food and it was late and I had to walk somewhere, go to my deli, go somewhere. But don't waste money on spending food and, and, and those those Grubhub, Grubhub, DoorDash. I was doing that so, so, so much. And it was, it was unnecessary spending. Part of what I liked a lot, too, was cooking. I would meal prep and I would also, I would usually try to meal prep for, for lunch. Basic, basic fitness bro, chicken, rice, and broccoli. And then I would come home and try to make another chicken dish with pasta or um, chicken, spinach, tomato, pasta. A lot of chicken and pasta, essentially. Because I knew I had to keep my energy up. So I don't. I never often really cooked pasta too much. But I knew that, you know, pasta is definitely a great source of, you know, carbs. And in terms of keeping your body energized throughout the day. Not too heavy, a lot of pesto, a lot of uh, not Alfredo sauce, but I would do cream and, you know, um, with Parmesan, things like that. You know, I'm, I haven't posted many about those, but, you know, I, it does the job. I've made tacos, shrimp tacos I made before. So definitely up the chefing skills throughout that too, which is cool. 
Um, but again, and then lastly, it was just read 10 pages a day. This, this was the, I honestly reading 10 pages a day was like the second or third hardest because I have not read a book since I think, and I, I don't know if this is exact. And I know my mom was pretty upset about this when she found out, but it was 2009 since I read a full book. Like, and I'm talking about like a book, like a fat, thick, over 200 pages type book. And the fact that I was able to finish this book and I knew this was going to be a good book. Um, how to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie's been around forever. He's been around for a long time. My mother took a class on him. That's how long he's been around. Um, obviously, this book was um, updated for the new generations, but there was a lot of chatter about, you know, old, older types of leaders um, that have been successful, such as Teddy Roosevelt, such as Abraham Lincoln, such as um, John Rockefeller. And there was a lot of lessons that I was able to learn within that. So, Again, 10 pages a day. I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but for me, you know, with ADHD, with my badass ADHD, sporadic thinking nonstop, it was hard to just sit and set. But it turns out that I found a nice little trick that walking on the treadmill while you read is such a hack. I did, I'm like, now I'm like, I'm ready to read the next book and do that on Sundays. So again, another thing that I was able to gain from this and that experience is that like, I can do this. Like, I can read a book. Like I, if I didn't do this, like I probably, I don't even know when the next time I would read a book. You know, this was more of just why I did this was put my foot down and say, all right, are we going to do the same fucking shit we did last year or are we going to do something different? What are we doing? It was just a revamp to say like, all right, are we going to do the same thing? We're going to go out Friday, Saturday, and then maybe Sunday, and then you're going to feel like shit on Monday and then maybe work out three at most four times a week. Or are you going to sit down and you're going to fucking work out every single day? And now that you know that I have the capability to do that, I can work out every single fucking day. You know, that has the possibility to be done. You know, it's a great feeling to see and see the results change, especially when you get a little like belt loop, you get a little extra loop in there. You say, okay, you see that waistline getting a little bit thinner. I didn't necessarily lose a ton of weight. Um, I was keeping track of that. I did lose about 1.5% of body fat. So that's a good thing. Um, had about lost about four pounds. Not not a lot, but I think it's also because I gained a bit of muscle along the road because, you know, my squat numbers have gone up, my deadlift numbers have gone up, my bench numbers have gone up, all while running so much. But yeah, it was, it was a consistent grind. It felt good, especially like, and then one of the things my friends were appreciative about is that they were like, oh, we're happy that you're coming out and still being social and being a social person. Um, and I think that's... the what I want to explain is just my two personalities. One that I've certainly developed and have helped um, since reading this book is this personable person. One of the things that I, 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 I thrive off of it and, you know, understanding that, you know, you only get so many first impressions and you also get last impressions, but being a personal person and being interested in people and having manners and asking questions about people and just being an overall good person and positive and, you know, enlightening you know, that matters. And I appreciate, and I, you know, I love meeting new people. That's, that's another part of the reason. That's another one of my goals for this year is just, you know, you can meet as many fucking people as possible. You know, I want to have the best impression that I could have on someone. You know, you never know who that person could come along the way and help you along the road. And I'm, again, I, I just enjoy being positive, a positive force and being someone that's, you know, someone that people can rely on people, someone that people say, Hey, that guy's a good person. Hey, that guy, like that guy is someone that I like to hang out with. That's someone that I like to be around. 
the last thing I would ever want to be is someone that's like, man, I don't fuck with that guy or like, I don't like that guy. And it, it's not, it's not a sense of being a people pleaser. It's more of a sense of just being a good person and understanding, you know, if they, if someone were to do me wrong, I ain't going to hold my head over that. You know, that's life. People are going to do you wrong here and there, but you can't let them, you know, hold it over you, you know, cause then they control you in some way. So, you know, I got no, I got no ill will towards anyone. I got no hate towards anyone. I enjoy, you know, whoever I crossroads with in my life, you know, because it's like, you know, who, how the hell did we ever crossroads to begin with? Marveling at people that you meet over the time, especially here in New York. I mean, shit, I've I've had conversations with a person from Wisconsin, a person from Texas, a person from California, all sitting in the same, and a person from Long Island, which is me. It's like, how the fuck do we get the four of us into this conversation at this point in our lives? It's always interesting, and it's always good to ask questions and, and get to know people. Um, so that's like the first personality, you know, that's what I would like to address in most people as me. But the second personality is the one that's versus me, especially when I'm at the gym. And there's always this sense of within, it's, it's a battle within myself. It's a battle with my mind, a battle with my mental state to say, okay, what are you going to do to be better today? What are you going to do to get yourself in the right, right mindset? Whether that be in work, whether that be, you know, with your relationships, whether that be at the gym. 75% of it is mostly at the gym because I'm saying like, I ain't trying to go through a workout half-assed. I'm going to go hundred percent. I want to make sure that my body or what I'm working on is sore, sore enough to the point where I feel like I push myself that where I say, all right, next day, I'm going to gain something from that. I'm going to get stronger and my body's going to recover and get stronger from this. So that was definitely one of the things like my, my two personalities, like there's the personal guy, there's the guy that wants to show love. That's want to be super happy all the time, smiling all the time. And then there's the second guy who's like fighting within themselves, which is me. And I don't necessarily think this is a bad thing. It's just something that I can't let the demons, you know, beat beat me, you know, in terms of like, I can't lay in bed and say, fuck that. I don't want to work out. Like, I got to work out. Like, I, like, that will not win. I will win. And it's been a my whole mindset shift in terms of that. You know, it's like, it's not like, oh, like, why don't you just take it out? No, no like, I got to go. I got to go. I got to be better. Um, But nonetheless... It's been a great journey in terms of the gym. It's been a great journey in terms of this entire month. And I'm hopeful hopeful to have this gym mindset in terms of like, I can do this. I can work out all seven days. I can I can be better. Um, and it, part of it, I, I hopefully I don't want to go back. Because I do think at one point I will be drinking again. But I don't want that to be like this whole spiral of something, you know, and just go back to my old ways. I want this to be where, all right. If I drink one day, all right, let's get back to it tomorrow. You know, we got to be able to push through. We got to be able to fight those demons. We got to be able to get better. So I hope, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that this year, you know, I'm taking a step back on drinking. Drink a little less. Know my limitations. Don't go too much. You know, enjoy your life. Have fun. But, you know, everything should be in moderation. Now I I, I do, I want to deep dive into this book a little bit because there's so many, so many great qualities um, great quotes that I've learned. Again, these aren't old fucking quotes. These are quotes that definitely apply to everyone's life to this day. Now, to anyone that wants to read it, it's called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. The only book you need to lead you to success. He talks about, you know, a lot of different with inner relationships and, and how people talk to each other, whether if you want to be a good boss, you want to be a good employee, you want to be... The, he, he presents plenty of scenarios and a lot of the scenarios are relatable in real life and you think in a lot of quotes that say huh makes you question like hey i could have really you know 
damn, he's I'll be like, damn, he's right. You know, you think about that. So I'm gonna go. I have, I have a few quotes, not not exactly, but just a few mindsets and things like that. So that I've taken from it. But it says anyone can criticize and complain. It takes character to understand and forgive. Obviously, this is a huge, huge motive to say, all right, it's it's so easy to present a problem. But it takes character to understand, you know, what you're complaining about. Put yourself in the other person's shoes before being so brash and so abrupt and so <clears throat> so in your face, you know, in terms of especially when you're talking with other people. People don't like to be criticized. You know, they don't need that. They don't need outside validation of criticism, you know. So that was one of the things. It's like anyone can anyone can be a dick. You know, it takes a real person to, you know, put yourself and understand, you know, what's the perspective that they're thinking? What are they thinking? And how can we fix this? Um, one of the quotes that I was like, whoa, is appreciation, showing appreciation for one another in some form or another, whether it's calling someone, whether it's writing letters, whether it's, you know, showing love in all in, in, in any type of way is great. But flattery is insincere, saying like, I mean, take that, take that with a grain of salt with what you want to think of it. But appreciation is sincere. Flattery is insincere. The next two are some of the ones that I've definitely implemented more is smile more. Um, even if it's forced. Even if, you know, when you walk past strangers and say, you know, you do that half-ass smile that most people like to make fun of. Like, I've done it before. If you present more of a bigger smile, maybe it's creepy. You know, if if the person thinks it's creepy, who gives a fuck? Move on. Quick. But for me, it's like most of the people, if you smile, you show that energy, show that glowing energy, chances are people are going to reciprocate that energy back to you. And that was something that I definitely picked up on. And if you present positivity, especially to workers, especially to restaurant workers, especially to like food people, especially to like, you know, security guards, like those type of things and that positive energy, chances are most of them are going to reciprocate that back. And if they don't, who gives a fuck you know you know you did at the end of the day you know you're a positive person at the end of the day it's like who cares if someone's like fuck you or like negative back negative from your positive then you know you ain't got it you don't hold a grudge move on and so smiling and, and like being positive saying hey how you doing how's your morning just like that type of energy can go a long way even if even if the people don't want to do it and trust me i live in new york there's definitely a lot of people that don't like that don't that don't really care much for that but when there are people that do, it makes my day. This is one of the biggest ones. You can make more friends in two months by becoming interested in people than two years trying to get people to be interested in you. This is so incredibly important. And I've implied that at, especially even at places of going out with my friends. You got a friend of a friend that you're a friend with. Okay, cool. But if you actually genuinely take interest in them and not only just ask the normal fucking questions, where are you from? What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Take genuine interest in people. That'll go a long way. Especially when you ask specific questions and you listen. Listening is just important. One of the things I picked up on now, <clears throat> and I used to be, I used to say this. I used to be, oh, I'm horrible with names. Well, that just means you don't give a fuck about who you're talking to, right? So one of the things, and one of the things I emphasize in two, for 2024 is to remember people's names. Because if you approach someone and you say, hey, Ashley, how's it going? And they get caught off guard that they know your name, that you know their name. They have a feeling of importance. They have a sense of importance. And then that makes them interested in you. It's almost as if people get interested in people 
from when that person is interested in them. And if you take time out of your day to understand and, and you pick up on the details, even if it's like, who gives it? I'm not even talking about like flirting with a girl or anything. I'm just talking about like normal ass people. Just having normal, good conversation and positive conversation. If you're listening and you listen and you listen and you know their name, you know, those relationships can go a long way. So now it's like, now I feel more comfortable to think, okay, if I know that person's name, I'm going to say them, but I'm going to say hello by their name. If they don't remember my name, I'm not going to be, you know, that's them. I'm me. I know that what I'm doing is trying to present a good relationship by knowing their name. If they don't know my name, again, I'm going fret. It's not that big of a deal. It's just the name. But the point of the matter is make them feel important and it's going to take effort. I was doing it last weekend you know talking to someone that you know i haven't had a a full-blown conversation before but then i ask questions and what they do what do they like about it what do they don't like about it and genuinely listening and next thing you know you feel like the energy within a friendship goes up a notch and that's good that's good that's good that you guys have a better understanding of one another in any type of friend any type of relationship whether it's friends family co-workers talking and understanding and taking effort to listen matters so much so i don't want to be one of those people that say i'm horrible with names. i want to be one of those people that say i'm good with names i remember your fucking birthday because i listen and i care and i know that i might need you at some point who knows you never fucking know and that's what the beautiful thing about life is this was a beautiful quote that i said the only way to get the best of an argument is to avoid it now this actually made so much sense because in a way say you're in an argument right Let's say you win the argument. Let's say you look up that internet. You look up on the internet and what you guys were debating or arguing about. You were correct. You were right. All right, cool. You win the argument. Great. What about the person that lost the argument? You think they're happy about you? You think they're happy with you right now? Again, you're making the other person feel bad. So essentially, no one wins, right? Especially in an argument. If two people are arguing at each other and no one's listening, it's just noise. There's no no beneficiaries in that, and nobody wins. So, again, this quote was like the best the best way to win, the best way to have an argument is just to avoid it, avoiding arguments, and just like even if there's like an argument, even if someone's wrong, you know, you don't have to go out of their way to prove if they're wrong. You know they're wrong. You know, there's no reason to try and force to prove that they can live with how they want to live with. If you think they're wrong or you know they're wrong. No need to soil the conversation. Again, I don't have that much pettiness to be like, I have to win the art. Like it's not, it's never that deep for me. So that's one of the, another one of the themes. And then obviously the last quote that I'm going to mention in this is just that every successful person wants to win. Everyone wants to win in one way or another. But overall, again, this journey has been incredible. And, you know, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm some fucking hero. I just didn't stop training for 31 days. This is more of a mindset shift where it's like, I want to see what I'm going to do for the rest of the year. Because if I know I'm capable of tricking my mind and making myself force myself to do things, who knows what my limitations are? Who knows how far I can go with any other thing that I want to pursue in my life? I mean, shit, I'm, I made a fucking podcast today. I fucking worked my dick off. Didn't pick my head up for two. Didn't pick my head up for about eight hours straight. Left, walked two miles to the gym, got my steps in. Did a chest workout, did a four-mile run, did abs, and went to the sauna. And I got out, and I made this TikTok, and then I'm making this freaking podcast at 1 a.m. Why? Who told me to do that? Me. (laughs) No one else told me to do that. No one else told me to do this. 
you know, I'm, I, I want to present myself in a way where I get these inner thoughts because I feel like I have something to prove. And I, I feel like, I, not necessarily something to prove, I feel like I have something that could change someone's perspective. I see a lot of hate in this fucking world. I see a lot of anger. A lot of people quick to complain, quick to criticize, but they don't take a step and look back in the mirror. And it frustrates me and it says, you know, we can all be better people in some fashion, some way or another. But again, I can only do so much with other people's plates. So I got to make sure my plate is, is, is spick and span clean. And it's pushing myself to continue to be the best version of myself. Again, that's one of the big motives in this podcast is just say, continue to work to be the best version of yourself by being comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's the name of the game. And that's what I hope, hope that people do when they listen to this is just to present some sort of motivation that, you know, being a good person goes such a long way. Being a smiling and listening and, you know, calling your loved ones and talking to your family as much as you can and taking genuine care of what you're, what you're talking about, who you're listening to, what type of content you bring in, what type of content you're looking at, you know, all that shit matters. And, you could say that, oh, like, this guy thinks he's a fucking hero just because he's just doing 31 days sober. Like, again, I can't control what you think. If that's what you think of me, say la vie. I'm going to do me because I'm me. I do me and I chill. <laughs> again, I love, I, I love life. I love being enthusiastic. I love being positive and smiling and creating new relationships and networking with people. It's what I fucking love to do. <clears throat> And it's rare for me to just shoot towards the negative side. Very, very rare. So if you ever see me, I mean, listen, if this is your first episode listening to me, I hope you got, this is, I feel like this is a good one. Again, it's fucking 1 a.m. in the morning. I'm vodcasting right now. But I love to spread message. I love to spread positivity. I love to spread love. You know, we're put on this earth to love. So again, I'm glad, I'm, I'm hopeful that this mindset will shift for the rest of 2024. I'm hopeful and excited to see what type of results these this keeps bringing. Do I know if I'm going to keep going on this? I'm going to try as much as I can, but we'll see. I know for sure I'm definitely going to go to the gym again tomorrow. I don't think I don't think I'm going to be skipping any beats tomorrow and, and skipping out and going to happy hour because I'm I'm locked in with all due respect. So hopefully, I'm going to keep locking in for the rest of 2024. Again, if you're your first episode ever listening, I thank you. I appreciate you. This has been so much to me. And I hope everyone has a fantastic Thursday and enjoy the weekend. Um, enjoy this beautiful thing we have called life. All right, y'all. Peace.